Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. It is the first podcast of the year, and as we are entering 2024 and everyone's seeing all of the new year, new you, all the things out, I figured what better time than to revisit discussing diet trials. I actually have a lot of clients who were kind of waiting for January to start diet trials in their pets, knowing that the holiday season was going to be really difficult for them to stay strict. And we want to make sure if we're going to start a diet trial that we do it at the time it is good for the owner to do it, that they know they can actually stay true to it, that we're not going to just get frustrated and extend things, but they know they can commit those eight weeks to really figure out if diet's causing any of the issues. And remember, it doesn't have to be all of the issues. It's not all or none with diets. It may be a part of the problem, maybe something like the ears get better with the diet, but they still chew their paws because we do know environmental allergies exist for that pet. So we want to make sure we're really considering what's getting better, what degree of itch is getting better, what portions of itch or infection are improving if we're doing a diet change. So let's revisit how we need to talk to owners about diet trials. I know that as I'm in the clinic, a lot of my appointments are kind of revisiting that because we are kicking off January when we knew we'd probably come back to considering doing a diet trial. So the first thing you really want to consider is, is it really the time now? Because it sounds really great to say, oh, January, we'll do it after the holidays. But you know, it could be a great time for the owner because maybe they're not traveling as much after the holidays or staying put for a couple of months. Maybe um, they're, you know, reorganizing their pantry and reorganizing their lives. So they feel like they would actually be able to be really strict because maybe they're making habit changes themselves. But some people are also very fatigued, right? Like I'm somewhere in the middle right now. Some owners are really overwhelmed and fatigued as they're getting back into their work routine, as they're getting back to their kids having a routine, which we all knew kids, no kids needed a routine. I can tell you we were struggling at the end with our two kids to get through no routine time in the couple of weeks of the holidays. But maybe it's overwhelming for them. It sounded like a good idea to say January, but now it's actually, they need to figure out some other stuff first. So kind of just like we would ask in November, December, like, is this really the right time? Just say, yeah, January sounded great. How are you really feeling about that right now? Because maybe it's an awesome time still and they're ready to go. Or maybe it's actually still not the right time. Maybe they need to get other things and sorts in together. Maybe we're going to revisit in February. Of course, you don't want to keep putting it off. But we, again, want to try to make sure we're doing it in a strategic way so we get the answers that we want. Yes or no, food matters or not. You also really need to discuss, because there's tons of advertisements out right now, right? For human food, for pet food. So you also want to revisit to owners what truly a good diet trial looks like and what diet would we want to use. And I do try to be very open with owners regarding diet um, and, you know, being flexible, but also wanting to make sure I trust that we can get our answers. 
So remind them why prescription diets, if they're going to do a commercially available diet matters. The fact that they go through, they do ELISA testing, they have really strict cleaning protocols in practice to assure that there's no cross residues in the food. There's plenty of studies out there to show a diet might not have a certain ingredient on the ingredient list, but they'll do testing and find out that there's actually beef or chicken in that food. And it doesn't mean that food is necessarily bad. It, I always tell owners it's not that that diet is not a good diet necessarily, but its purpose is not to be a diagnostic test. And that's what we're trying to accomplish is a diagnostic test. That's what a diet trial is. So really kind of going back to why it matters, because they may be getting lots of advertisements about certain diets they want to feed their pet, but really circling back and saying, this is a test you know, we can look through the different prescription diets and decide what feels good to you and what's comfortable. And I'll be honest to you, whether I think that's a good diet or not, but in the end, I want to get the answers and just changing the -the over-the-counter diet protein source is not necessarily going to give me the confidence we've ruled in or out a diet trial. And then make sure to give them that out. Again, there's so much information we're all getting hit with right right now. So many advertisements, so much going on as we kind of re-enter this new year. I always let owners know at the end of eight weeks, we can reassess, you know, we can decide, does the food seem to matter or not? And even if it does, if we want to look into alternatives or you want to give other things to your pet, we certainly can do that, but we just have to do it in a really methodical way so that we can gain the information we need to. So at the end end of those eight weeks, if we know that pet has a food allergy, but they just really want to give this one treat back. We can try to give that one treat back and see ultimately if they react or not, you know, whether that is GI um, abnormalities, whether that's skin abnormalities, itch, inflammation, ears, but we can do that in a way that we pick that up. If owners want to try to find a different food, we can do that, but we just need to do it again in a very strategic way so that we can see if the pet does well on the new food or not. If we've diagnosed a food allergy, that is the purpose of our diagnostic trial. But if owners want to try to get to another diet, then we can always try something else, but they'll at least know what baseline looks like in their pet. And I've even had situations where owners have switched to an over-the-counter diet, they seem to do well with it. And then when they get a new bag of that food, the pet flares. And again, it's not necessarily that it's bad. It's just they're not testing all of the diets to assure there's no other residues in the food. So it always could potentially change. So that's something that we want owners to know of is in eight weeks, we can reassess, even if they are food allergic, we could always decide what makes the most sense for you. And if we want to just add a treat in, if we want to try to switch to a different food, if you want to stay on that food, but you really want to go through a bunch of individual ingredient challenges because you ultimately want to feed that baseline food, but you want to be able to know if you can give a little bit of ground beef from the table. You know, I just want to work with owners for whatever makes sense for them and their goals because every owner and pet is very different. And that's the fun part of it is deciding what makes the most sense for them, especially after getting through a a very stressful time of the year. I want to listen to their concerns. I want to hear, you know, what diets they have good, bad thoughts about. And if they really are hesitant with any prescription diets, we can always talk about home cooking. But again, we want to make sure 
it, we're going to get that information. So they have to know that that means we have to have very clean, you know, pans or a pan just for them that we can't cook a beef dinner for the family and then cook the dog's pork diet on that pan right after because we're going to have those cross residues. You know, they have to be careful about other foods that residues in the bowl, other pets in the home with any diet trial we do. So it's not as simple as people want it to be, but some people are very committed and they're willing to do that. And we can try to do a home cooked diet, you know, whether we get nutritionists involved, we go to a resource like balanceit.com, but they have to know everything that that entails as far as how strict home cooking that diet still is for their pet. We can also talk about the difference between, you know, hydrolyzed novel protein love hydrolyze, but if the owners need more options like training treats, there's a bit of a limitation with some of the hydrolyzed diets for that. Or if they need a canned option, there's some options for hydrolyzed diets that have canned, but there can be more with novel protein diets. You know, we can talk about the prescription diets that are out there with com- these companies, Hills, Royal Canaan, Prina, and then rain all have prescription based diets they all have, you know, their differences. And again, just working with owners to see how they feel about certain brands, how they feel about hydrolyzed versus novel protein. If we do novel protein, do we know a complete diet history on that pet? Cause that could complicate things if we don't, but if we do, then we certainly could reach for something like, you know, rabbit diet, an alligator diet, like blue hazard NP diet that's alligator based. So we can always kind of investigate all of those options with the prescription diets that are out there. And I've had success and not success on all of these diets. I think a lot of them can be good, but every pet is again, very different on what their palate is, what types of things they need, kibble versus can versus treats, the owner's preferences. So we have to take all that into consideration. I have my favorites, of course, but again, I'd rather control if I need to decide a different diet that's prescription-based or home-cooked, where at least at the end, I'm going to feel fairly confident that we're going to decide if that pet has a food allergy or not. So I'm looking to meet the pet's needs, you know, what they like, what do they need in their life, such as training, canned food to give the medications I have to still give them to control their allergies, um, the owner, what their preferences are, what they feel good about, what they're comfortable with, what their goals are. And then just making sure like, yeah, maybe last month it sounded really good to say January, but maybe they're overwhelmed today. So maybe we can get them to commit in a month. And again, I don't want to keep pushing things off, but I really strive to make sure the owners know how strict a diet trial has to be so that we can try to just do it once. And of course there's occasional, different uh, cases you have to do more than one diet trial on, but we really want to try to just do one if we can and gain the information we need to. So we kind of revisit like, Hey, we discussed this last year. How are you feeling about it now? If we're really gung ho and it sounds like, yes, this is the time. Great. Let's revisit what that looks like. So we can kind of remember we don't give little hot dogs to give the medications that we have to be really strict with this food, that we have to be thoughtful of the other pets in the household. If they have access to that food, maybe all of them need to go on this food while we do the trial. Are there kids in the home? Are there neighbors out in the backyard? Just making sure that if we take a deep breath and say, okay, yep, now's the time. Let's revisit what that really looks like. Don't assume people remember what you talked about a month or two ago. 
I can hardly remember what happened yesterday. So having those handouts, those resources, having your staff really reiterate that information when they do discharge instructions will be really, really helpful. So, you know, new year, new you, not my favorite term because, you know, hopefully in consistency, you just are always trying to be the best that you can be. But as we are kind of refreshing through the year and maybe people are a bit more committed, just revisit those things, the goals that owners have, if it's feasible for them, what they feel good about diet wise, so that we can continue to help these pets who may have an underlying food allergy.